I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Andy, what did we like today? Well, we had Harry Hill on a show that, uh, talking about a show that you're involved with. It yeah. was, was good chat. Uh, you told us an amazing story about a rock band that I couldn't believe. Yeah, I only found out last night. It blew my mind. Martin Kellner with his week of sport on TV. A bit truncated, but... It was fun. And Mike Ward with his pick of the rest of the non-sporting week's television. That's right, yeah, yeah. I think that's just about it, isn't it? It's all there. It's all there. So here it is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Eddie. Good afternoon, Paul. And I've got a few sort of slightly non-sport stories for the well, there was top. no football on last but night, no football, Andy, for the first right. time in a while. Yeah, yeah, I did a bit of art. I did a bit of drawing. Oh, did you really? Yes. But you put your back out doing some art. That takes <laughs> some know. doing, doesn't it? Because I get into a funny position. I start concentrating and I don't oh, realise. You sit and you see, how's it feeling? Stiff. Oh, okay. Like I've got a stiff girdle around myself. <laughs> <laughs> you really, that's good to hear. It's marvellous, isn't it? Yeah. The average household will get mm. through 216 bottles of hair products every year. What about that? I don't. No, no, not in your gaff, of course. That's, that's very true. Definitely not going to happen. Yeah. Oxford is the most flatulent place in Britain. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Windermere there. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. It's gold. Yeah. yeah. Have I got any sport? Trumpton? Have you got any others? <laughs> no. I do know, talking about sport, I do like uh, Will, the interview with William this morning in The Sun. Um, yeah. he's got, he, he articulated Mikel Arteta's vision for the mm. club. He said, yeah. uh, when I talked with the manager, he told me why he needed me for three years. It was that he first wanted to qualify for the Champions League and then win it by the time I left. Honestly, that's the best laugh I've had all week. It was tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andy, have you, you seen this? 35. Can you be 35-year-old William? To hold it? If that happens, you can have my flat, you personally, Paul. Can <laughs> Yes. Okay, can we remember that? Time. Can we just clip that for me? Says, there's William with a... Tr- That's about, about the only time I want to see Arsenal lifting the European Cup. Me and Sue are homeless. Andy hands over the keys. Look, I'd let you stay in it oh, for, rent. for a peppercorn rent. Whatever that means. Um, there's, there's, now, I'll just say our old mate Bill Burrows has been in touch. Uh, you may have seen the story that Yaya Toure, rather cuttingly, uh, has uh, had a comment on the idea of David Silver having his own a statue outside uh, the Etihad yeah. and he seemed to be hinting that why should uh, David Silver get one and I don't so uh, B- <laughs> Bill got in touch I 
I said, can I quote you on this? And I'll have to paraphrase. Yeah, yeah. He said, if you're going into that yaya stuff on the show, smack backsides, that's where I had to uh, paraphrase, <laughs> smack backsides, don't get statues in Manchester, and that's why he'll never get one. He's had his cake and he's eaten it. Oh, Beautifully put, Bill. So there we are, that's Bill Burroughs, City fan, a journalist and former fa- uh, fanzine editor. City Bill, fanzine so what, editor. In his heyday, though, Yaya Torre, what a wonderful player he was. Yeah. Tremendous. Now, there's a restaurant in China, this is quite interesting, actually, that weighs people before they eat nice. and then restricts how much like they the can... Like the weigh Yeah. They restrict the serving, so depending on how much you weigh. Do you have to face other diners? So are you weighed and then you just look a <laughs> foot apart, strip down your underpants <laughs> and face the person that you're eating with? That'd be great for a few pictures. I'm, I'm Trash talk. That when it all gets back to normal, that Chelsea do the same thing to Moose when he goes there for his pre-match meal. Yeah. <laughs> weigh him. Oh, the Moose, the moose went to uh, game. Our old mate Lee Bircham is yeah, the, the manager of Hemel now. Yeah. And uh, they played a big win last night against mm. Tring, a big uh, 5-1 victory in a pre-season. And uh, the ref pulled his calf, and the moose said, oh, I did dear. offer to run the line in the second half, <laughs> but I wasn't needed. When you say run the line... <laughs> I mean, it, Wouldn't it, exactly it just... be like a Jimmy Hill yeah. coming out of the crowd. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to get along to a bit of... I'm, definitely before, uh, before we can get back into Premier League grounds, I'm going to get along to a bit of local non-league, quite possibly Lee's mob down at Hemel. It's not far from yeah, me. So I'm going to go nice take in a game. I, yeah. I'd, I'd like to do that, really. And I, I'd like to think, as we were saying to Andy Smart yesterday, that people will use this win to uh, support their local clubs, you know, because they're going to need it at the moment. It, it was a shame that yesterday they're not going to be doing the food and drink because that's a big part of what they make I as well. Some, so. Sometimes there's so much conflicting advice and mixed messages. It is difficult for people. And I think Premier League clubs may have missed a trick here that they're not going to broadcast additional games. They're not going to do... I wouldn't want them to do what they did in lo- in the post-lockdown period with every game on, game on every night. It's too much. Yeah. But I do think that... If only 25% of the crowd can get in yeah. to a home game, surely offer a home season ticket to proven season ticket yeah. members only. And then you could make money out of it. And then they're not being done out of it. I don't understand this idea. The, the pictures are there. The, every game is filled. Yeah. I, I just think it's really what, missing like a trick. like an equivalent of I follow? Yeah. Because the FSA have made the point that if you're a fan of mm. uh, an EFL club, mm. you can do that. You yeah. can watch your team, whereas you can't if you're a Premier League no, fan at also, the moment. also, you know, if I can't go to Chelsea, uh, you know... I'm not going to. I'm not going to go somewhere else. The three o'clock thing doesn't apply. I'm. I'm just think I'm typical of a season to go and want to see my own club. I, yeah. I think it's amazing. That and and, miss, and the FSA also made there. the point. They say that you know, in the end, you're going to start driving fans to look for illegal streams, yeah. which the well, Premier League don't want. So, and I hate doing it when on the odd occasion I've tried it, and it never works for me anyway. It's a disaster. So why not legalize it and and you know make some money out of it? it seems to make sense. Yeah. Uh, going back to football though is obviously going to be problematic. Thanks. Your tea's arrived. It's end. It's great, well, isn't I like, it? Yeah. I like to, I like nice. to be appreciative. It's nice that you openly thank people for your tea on, on national radio. Nice, so but are. that's the sort of black I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Really Nothing like... to do with the fact that you actually forget you're on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, the top one, Brackets, yeah. no Jeff Stelling. <laughs> yeah. The, the top football league in China will allow fans at a match tomorrow for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. The Chinese Super League uh, will um, kick off in, uh, where is it? China? Yes. A thousand fans attending the match between Shanghai SIPG mm. and Beijing. Voice that's not how you spell Shanghai. Is it really? not, is it? <laughs> I've, I've seen them. It's rubbish. Uh, Beijing must prove that they have passed a coronavirus test in the past week. Yeah. Wear a mask, keep a meter apart, and have their temperature checked on entry. Thing. 
Blimey, I think Thank I said that. I think I watch you on the telly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Harry Hill returns to our screens this weekend on uh, Sunday BBC Two at 8.30 with Harry Hill's World of TV. And Harry joins us now. Good afternoon, Harry. Good afternoon, Paul. Hello, Andy. Yeah, Hello, lovely Harry. to talk to you as always. We did catch up during uh, lockdown. Um, we did. So we've kind yes. of we covered that ground. Although I, I did, I, <laughs> I did see. I, I saw you on the one show the other night, H, and you were oh, yeah. and you were showing off a beautiful a carving of oh, the, uh, the singing duo Peters and Lee. <laughs> yes. Well, it is the one show. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sandwiched between Watchdog and. Uh, and uh, what were the other, uh, Easties, other, the best of Easties, Easties at the moment, oh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, the best of Easties. Yes, well, um, it's what I've been doing in the in the uh, lockdown situation is mm. I've taken out my uh, chisels and yeah. mallets and been um, and uh, electric saw oh. and been uh, yeah. So I've done Peterson Lee Darna is a nice one. <laughs> yes, you you were on Grace and Perry show, weren't you, Harry? And yes, doing this carvery, yeah, terrific. that was great. Great fun, yeah, great fun, yeah. Well, that was a, I thought that was really the one of the best shows to come out of lockdown. Actually, that uh, Grace and Perry one. You know, it was um, there was something quite sweet about it, and interesting to see what everyone else was um, producing. But yeah, well, yeah, that's my hobby. You know, it's my hobby. That's what it yeah, is. What can I tell you? Yeah. Well, Grace and Perry was good, as I'm sure uh, Harry Hill's World of TV, and it's another it's another COVID production, really, because it, it was born yeah. off, wasn't it? The yeah. uh, the the fear of the TV channels possibly thinking they'd have nothing to put on if this carried on for much longer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember having a, a phone call with Channel Four like, in the first couple of weeks of it uh, uh, of lockdown, and they said, uh, "Listen, Harry, we'll be honest." We're, we're going to run out of stuff in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they were, uh, you know, I was suppose I'm on the kind of near the top of the list of uh, people involved with clip shows who have made so many over the years. Well, you know, let's not beat about the bush, Paul. You've, you and me have made them together. And, yes. uh, and this is another one of those. Hmm. So, um, I mean, I think... I had been punting this show for about fifteen years, okay. but it but it took a uh, global pandemic. To <laughs> <laughs> say, we're not going to say the, every cloud the, at this uh, point. Com- are we? The comedy critic Bruce Dessau is is a big fan, obviously. He's seen it and gave it a. I was reading his preview this morning. He's really positive about it, so it does yeah. sound a lot of fun. Oh yeah, well no, it's I tell you what, I think it is really funny actually. You know, and I mean it's not because of me; it's because of you know. Paul and Dan, Dan Mayer, Dan Mersch, and the whole team. You know, I mean, uh, I just kind of put it all together. But um, it's it is uh, like to you, but it's it's a lot of laughs. Very densely packed with with big laughs. Hopefully, you yeah. know, I mean, the difference is we haven't got a live audience, and there's no kind of sketches. It's just the clips. But um, it's a funny thing because have you have you seen the finished versions? Yes, oh, I have. Yeah, you can yeah. kindly send me a couple. Yeah. So it's it's odd, isn't it? Because although it is just a kind of comedy, you know, we're just going for funny clips, you do get a kind of sense of how, how TV has changed. Inadvertently, you, mm. get sort of, you do get a kind of potted history uh, as a sort of a side order. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the format is really taking a different genre 
TV every yeah. week, soaps, uh, medical dramas, police dramas, home improvement shows, historical documentaries, cookery programmes, and just kind of yeah. looking through the history of those. And part of the joy, I mean, there was shows in the soaps one, which I believe is the first. Uh, yeah. The Grove family, I've never even yeah. heard of that. Um, no. Of that. That didn't last that long, did it? But no, I've never heard of that one. It was quite, I mean, the pace was very different to EastEnders, wasn't it, really? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, that episode that we that I looked at, it, they just seemed to be talking about uh, mortise locks and um, yeah. how to secure your windows against thieves. <laughs> it was very odd. Yeah, it was, very yeah, odd. Yeah. Very odd, but kind of slightly hypnotic, you know. Mm. Watching a lot of that old stuff, it does prove that certainly the pace of programmes, even the police dramas, they were yeah. very pedestrian, weren't they, compared to what we're used to now? Well, I mean, that, that first one is Dixon and Doc Green, where, he, you know, he's, it is just... And it's sort of based around his home, family home, and, you know, it's him sitting down for tea and talking to his, you know, son-in-law, who's... He had a problem with his no claims bonus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's flawed. Dixon of Doc Green was always flawed because he'd come on in the front of the show yeah. and say, yeah. "Last week, you know, I nearly died." So he knew that he was all right. Yeah, he was, there was no jeopardy to it because you knew that he was introducing it in the past. Well, the old premise was yeah. he died anyway in the blue lamp, didn't he? <laughs> Dirk Bogart shot him, so he was yeah. a ghost all along. It was a bit like the Sixth Sense. Oh, sorry, well, if I've ruined that for you, folks. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> The funny thing was, I, I worked with Robbie Nash when I did the channel, my old Channel Four show. Robbie Nash was mm. this legendary TV producer. He, mm. one of his first jobs was working on Dixon Dog Green. And he said he told me that because um, Jack Warner was really old when it made it to, when they started making the TV shows, far too old to be a policeman. And by the end of the series, I mean it went on to something like 1978. <laughs> he, he said he was really old, so they they and because it was live. It, they they had to move him around physically, so the doorbell would go. Someone would open the door, and Jack Warner would be there, and he'd mm. say, uh, "Mrs. and So he says, "Can I have a word with you about your son?" And then they cut a, across the room, and while they were on the uh, person replying, they would move Jack Warner. <laughs> They would physically carry him to the next... Yeah, I, I always heard he was on casters, so, so I didn't know they actually... <laughs> did the whole thing on rollerblades. Yeah. I heard that too. And uh, the, the home improvement shows as well. You know, you go back to the yeah. early Barry Bucknell, oh, the yes. DIY black and white... I mean, I think it'll be an education for people and, and they will be surprised mm. at what mm. passed for entertainment back in yeah. the day. It's well, true. his opening line on that, on that one that we've chosen, mm. he goes... Um, Hello there. Today I want to talk to you about permits. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, um, yeah. so it's Sunday night, Harry, uh, 8.30, and it's six episodes, isn't it? It's BBC Two. BBC Some two. have been on BBC Two since the 90s. <laughs> and, um, uh, and it's six episodes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it should be, uh, should be a bit of fun for people. Let's hope there uh, Sunday nights. Marvelous. Let's hope, let's hope they enjoy it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I went out, Andy, with the the guys. I some of the guys I sit with at Tottenham mm. uh, last night. I hadn't seen a couple of them yeah. for about five months. You know, because you, you know you, you don't see them at the games. That's where we mainly see each other and catch up socially. So it was nice to have a couple of pints and a chat with him. But during this conversation, one of the boys said he'd been talking to his dad, and his dad said um, he thought it was a story, an old family story that he told him, but he hadn't. And he said to him, you do know that without uh, your granddad, there would have been no Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> really? Yeah, exactly. Wow. So I th- what, what a great start to a story <laughs> that yeah. is. Basically, Peter Green, the late Peter Green, oh, yeah, who yeah. recently died, but the founder of the founder members, it's mm, a genius. Um, but Peter Green's dad was in the Navy with my mate's uh, granddad. Oh, yeah. And they were torpedoed. And he pulled Peter Green's dad out of the North Atlantic and saved his life. Before um, Peter was born? Yeah, 47. Well, obviously, yeah. Uh, Peter was born in 46, yeah, and right. this was in 41, 42. So there would have been no uh, theme music for uh, <laughs> Formula, Formula One, One. <laughs> for sporting reasons, no rumours. That's a real sliding door. Stevie moment. Nicks, she'd be doing bar work now. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay a, Buckingham, he'd be a dresser. I know what you mean. That is an amazing story, because life's John like McVie would still be playing yeah. blues in a little club. You never know, really. It's amazing, Mick isn't Fleet, it? Well, I don't know what he'd be doing. <laughs> but uh, what about that? That's incredible. So if you've got anything along those lines, I mean, like, it's yeah. pretty rare, but it, it stopped us in our tracks. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. To give us details of uh, the departure of Joe Root is John Norman. Yeah, England 119 for three. Now the captain's gone and uh, got to be said, I heard what Andy said about him posting another middling score and departing. And he's right. His, uh, Joe Root's record as batsman only since becoming captain doesn't really bear up to scrutiny at the moment. He's been dismissed, though, by a perler of a delivery. It was just perfectly pitched in line. Root coming forward, had to play and then extravagant movement away. And a terrific catch behind the stumps by Mohamed Rizwan, who top scored in the last 10 Test match. So uh, wickets and runs for the uh, wicketkeeper. And Pakistan know now that uh, with Jofra Archer back in the side, the England side, Sam Curran out, that tail is a little bit longer than it was. And uh, despite the heroics from Chris Wokes and Joss Butler in the first Test match, both posted um, their highest scores in two years. Can they do it again? Well, they might have to. England 119 for three. Thank you, John. Yeah, neither uh, of these two teams can bat, to be really honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, England aren't going to do that 
250. They're hard. <laughs> you are the you most tell. pessimistic Honestly. England cricket fan ever. As Ollie Pope came out, you said, we're into the tail now. <laughs> no, I mean, really, they're three down. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and the openers aren't any good either. <laughs> Remember what so happened the other week when you did all this on the Friday? No, England won the Test match I'll on the it, Sunday. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a rest then. Okay. Now, uh, I've got planning news. Planning news. Planning news any second. But before we bring you planning news, planning news, well, it could be for John Terry. <laughs> but anyway. True. Planning news. It does uh, involve John Terry. This is, of course, uh, mm. journalism these days when people aren't uh, checking out uh, social media for a word from the stars. They look up planning applications. <laughs> and the ex-England captain John Terry is battling his neighbours over plans to build a covered bar. Mm. The Chelsea legend, 39, also wants to revamp the garage at his £4.35 million Surrey pad, it says, to hold all of his flash cars, including a £2 million Ferrari Enzo. Lovely. Lovely vehicle, sir. <laughs> Fully loaded. Uh, the Aston Villa deputy boss uh, even wants to add staff quarters in his Does 18th he? century seven-bedroom <laughs> home. Yeah. Imogen Jameson from Oakham Parish Council yeah. says it, it will cause a noise nuisance and would stop neighbours peacefully enjoying their homes and we now have to wait until next year oh no for a decision so we're going to be on tent uh, John's on uh, Instagram it's a, it's a beautiful it's our country club it's got everything well, that's why he wants to put the bar in it's a beautiful place Yeah. Well, how would enough. you feel if your next door neighbours wanted to put in a covered bar I wouldn't be bothered would you, care? you wouldn't well, they invited you around. Me in? yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't care would you John Richardson the comedian he's got a lovely pub in his garden really yeah I saw I saw a, a house the other day and, and they had a, somebody else in, in one of the papers and somebody had an actual, they set up a kind of shed and turned mm-hmm. it into an old English pub. It's quite a common thing, isn't it? It is. Now, uh, we, we'll be needing Pele. I've got a T20 birthday spread. That's the shortened version of the game that we played. Just the one the gag. The full version that we played in lockdown, which I enjoyed tremendously. Nobody else did, but I enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> no, it did. It went down quite well. No, it did, yeah, yeah. But this is the, uh, this is the T20 version. If we can find Pelle, I mean, yeah. I don't know how far he is Pelle's down the been data in lockdown, base. that's the trouble. Well, he has, that's right. He could be anywhere. He could be under a pile of planning news, <laughs> jingles and everything else. Do you desperately need Pelle? Well, it's never the same without him, is it? Okay. Well, if I can find something else to do while I'm waiting for I Pelle. I think it's always good if you give him a bit of warning, Andy. Well, generally. you know, we didn't give him too much warning for planning news, but it was there and, you know, okay, fair enough. happened. Don't they really, you know, <laughs> you do. Mm-mm. Uh, Oh, here, oh, here he is. Yeah. Finally, yeah. thanks for turning up, Pally, in your own time, mate. <laughs> like it's so, uh, Yes, yeah. it's the T20. It's a one name. A very, very happy birthday to... Have I got to guess their age? Yeah, you've got to guess okay, their age. I'm yeah. going to give you... I think you'll be... It's quite an easy one. I'm going to give you... Because you're so good at this, I'm going to be four out. I'm going to be four out, OK, four within out. four. Within yeah. four. Yeah. margin of four. error. Yeah. Uh, the actress from the Guardians of Galaxy film series, I believe she was in The Inbetweeners as well. Uh, it's a very happy birthday to Laura Haddock. Laura Haddock, and um, she's just got into business in the restaurant business with Sir Chips Keswick. As she, really? I don't know what to call the, the restaurant. Isn't it? It's uh, yeah, Laura. Wouldn't it be great if they got together, though, wouldn't it? Laura and Keswick. <laughs> um, what is she? Twenty-nine. Thirty-five. Oh, I was out. You were out, yes. Uh, disappointing but exciting. A look close game. <laughs> Not that exciting. <laughs> Passes for excitement. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. That was such a terrible shot by Pope. I've worked out Pope Francis would play leg spin better than Pope does. Yeah. Really, honestly, you talk about you get out to the to a bloke like five days ago, and then he gets you out exactly with the same ball again. 
you think, well, good to know you're learning from your mistakes. Well, there we are. And that's the cleaned up version, folks, that I got (laughs) during the uh, break. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Hello, Martin. Hello, boys. Can you hear me? That's 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 much clearer as a bell. Anyway, we've got got about two and a bit minutes here, so (laughs) kick us off with the first of the things you've seen on sport on TV this week. Well, I've obviously been watching the uh, (laughs) racing on ITV at the moment. Um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, The 145 today, uh, Al Fatik, which uh, which won that particular race, Uh, then is with Jim Crowley, the jockey afterwards, who says the the horse is much happier since he's been gelded. Uh, (laughs) That's uh, that's one way in which horses differ uh, profoundly <laughs> from uh, human beings. Yeah, very true. So, uh, That's very yeah, true. So, uh, yeah. in, in, enjoying the racing. Are you, are you less happy Happy now you've been gelded, Martin? Joe? Are you, do you find it does not work for you in the same way it worked for the Jim Crowley's horse? Uh, to be honest, my time of life is not much different as either way. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Having said all all that, uh, I've been watching a program called uh, The Speed Cubers on Netflix. Oh, yes. Which I recommend 100%. It's only, it's a a very sweet little program. It's 40 minutes long. Hmm. And it's about these people who take part in the championships uh, at Doom Rubik Cube. Yeah. And they have several different categories. You'd think there's only one way to do a Rubik Cube. And basically, uh, the guy who does it fastest, in, and they are mostly guys, I have to say. There are a few <laughs> women, but mostly guys. Uh, the one that does it the fastest is going to be the winner. Um, but there are several different categories. The three by three, apparently, is the, uh, is the big one. But uh, what was great about this show was the uh, the people. You know, it's a program about uh, it's about our friendship, really. Mm. Uh, and there's one guy who's been a champion for years. And, and although these people are quite competitive, uh, this guy who's been the champion for ages, a guy mm. called Felix Zemdegs, mm. um, who seemed, you know, quite a together sort of guy. Although, uh, obviously, you think that somebody who devotes their life to mm. doing a Rubik's Cube very fast is going to be sort of somewhere um, there's going to be something slightly wrong there but anyway he well you know what I mean yeah. he's, going to, he, he's going to be um, I don't know um, whatever it is that <laughs> when you're in a hole stop digging Martin I think we <laughs> yeah, all know what you right, mean without you're actually right. saying it I don't want to ascribe a health problem to somebody who maybe has no health problem at all but anyway, there's a, the, the other guy who's a, a younger guy who's sort of the up and comer who is sort of challenging his title a little mm. guy called Max Park he has all quite severe autism, or did have quite severe autism as a child, and his parents have been absolutely brilliant with him, and have sort of brought him out of it via this um, this sort of Rubik Cube Championship. And now he's just brilliant. When you see these guys, it's phenomenal to watch. But what's particularly good is the fact that the guy that he's who's been the champion for years and years that he's sort of trying to supplant mm. uh, has just befriended him, and he's like a sort of big brother figure. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and it's really, really. It's really sweet. My, I watched it with my daughter, and she actually cried. Oh, wow. There were tears in her eyes. It's, it's really, really well worth watching. We'll go and check that out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, he's back in glorious Technicolor. We fixed his line. Martin Kellner, but five minutes of gold before we take you racing again. <laughs> Martin, uh, welcome back. What, what else have you watched? The part, that does sound very good, the Rubik's Cube show. It is. So it, check it's that out. An excellent programme. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched the two Bills on uh, Andy's recommendation yes. there. The, uh, the one about Bill mm. Barcells and Bill Belichick, the, um, the coaches at the, uh, at the Jets. Mm. And um, very good it was. Sorry, the Giants. And um, very good it was too. It, mm. it was a good indication of how um, you, need, you need almost like good cop, bad cop uh, when, you, you know, when you've set up your coaching uh, setup. 
Uh, and what I thought I particularly liked, uh, Bill Parcells, who was the guy who pushed the buttons, he knew what to do sort of psychologically. Uh, Bill Belichick, who was in charge of the defence, was more, um, you know, was more on the tactical side of things. And uh, the, the interesting, uh, Belichick was saying, the interesting thing, they always had a meeting every week, he and his uh, assistants, and then they'd hear a knock at the door. Bill Parcells would open the door and say, what have you freaking geniuses come up with this week? <laughs> uh, which I think I'm going to use as my sort of inline every yeah, week. To your production team overnight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I, I thought it was quite interesting in the week that uh, David Moyes brought in Stuart Pearce at West Ham, and, you mm. know, Kevin Nolan then. Hopefully it'll work in, in the way it worked for the Giants, because it was obviously <laughs> about their uh, golden era in the, uh, in the 80s. Yeah. The, other th- the other thing I watched this week Mm-hmm. on uh, Netflix. In fact, while I was watching the um, the Cubas, uh, the Speed Cubas, I, I was actually trying to get this programme about uh, Nicholas Anelka oh, yes. uh, called Anelka Misunderstood, mm. which is very much in the uh, in the same vein as a lot of those other um, Netflix documentaries, like the one about Ronaldo uh, and some of the ones on Amazon Prime as well, which is sort of Anelka actually giving his side of everything that's going Yeah, When you think of Anelka, in a way, and uh, Henry Winter, who was on it, called him the forgotten footballer, mm. uh, in a way doesn't get the credit for how good he was. I mean, right. I know he was uh, he was brilliant at Chelsea and had a great record at Chelsea. Mm. He had six great months at Arsenal. But when you mentioned Anelka, what people will mainly say is, you know, he was a bit difficult to handle. Mm. That's what you, that's what you get. Um, but it was uh, it was a good show. I mean, I enjoyed it, even though it, it was in a way, you know, everything that he did wrong, there was an explanation for, etc. The, um, the when he walked out of the French squad, when Dominic was the uh, was the manager there. Yeah. Uh, Le Keep, the uh, French newspaper, uh, which I get mainly for the crossword. They um, <laughs> Keep, the French, they sort of misquoted him allegedly. He had this great row with uh, Dominic, which, uh, as they say, he insulted Dominic, uh, Dominic and uh, insulted Dominic's mother as well. Oh, as, as, oh, yes. well, as is the way. We know the way that's going, yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. And um, President Sarkozy, I never knew this at the time, but um, it was such a story that. Um, President Sarkozy uh, pitched in, uh, rather like, um, I think it was David Cameron was giving his views on uh, a football match on Good Morning, and he did the same uh, sort of thing, Sarkozy mm. there. But uh, enjoyed the show. He's, he, you'll be pleased to hear he's having a fine life at the moment in, uh, du- yeah. in Dubai. With, I didn't uh, think he was working on the bins. <laughs> I thought, I thought, imagine life is <laughs> continued. in haulage. Like yeah, a he's, got in, like he's a haulage. He's bought a pub. <laughs> We're running out of time. I want to recommend to one for you, Martin. Michael Vick, a 30 for 30. Oh, yep. I think I saw that. Oh, it's a two-parter. It's fascinating. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. Is that I mean, an old one? I'm sure I've seen a, a yeah. 30 for 30 on Michael Vick. Well, it's, uh, it's, he, was a, he was a great player, but sort of disgraced yeah. after the dogfighting oh, yeah, ring the dogs, he was involved yeah. in. It's yeah. quite horrible. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Following uh, the racing at York this afternoon with us, Rupert Bell's been bringing us commentaries. You'll know that uh, jockey Jim Crowley's had four winners and he's on board mm. the second favourite Tolid in uh, uh, this next race so we'll, we'll keep a bit of an eye on it as we uh, chat to our next guest he also has a runner in the 4.15 so c- could go through the card Mike today Ward. yeah I, think Mike, yeah, <laughs> I could see Mike on board uh, number four Asiaf in the 4.15 at York but thankfully he's with us instead uh, good afternoon Mike 
Yeah. Uh, afternoon. Can yeah. you ride a horse? Uh, I, I've never been on a horse. They slightly scare, they scare me. Yeah. Really? Me. Not I'm even the... not even sort of sat on board. At, mm. No, nothing. One of the Brighton ones that sort of goes round and round on the on the beach. I could do that one. Oh, okay. oh yes. Fair uh, enough. That may not win you the four fifteen at York though. I think <laughs> it's got as much <laughs> chance as uh, any other a bit horse of a I ride. Step up now. You, you, Clash of the Titans. It's a Ward versus Jacobs on the first day I know, of the season. I know. Yes, what a yeah. great start. To, I mean, that's it. You're peaking on the on the very first. Um, mm. First fixture on the Monday night. Yeah, Did Lewis, you find Lewis as you... Dunk leaving leading Chelsea? Out oh yeah, you were yeah, no, That'd be terrible yeah. for you. Did, did we were saying yesterday? <laughs> first, you know, normally we always look forward to the fixtures, but the fact we know we're not going to be there just did. I'd totally... much rather play Brighton like further along the season when they're rubbish. You know, they're always good at the <laughs> start. Not, that's not they're always happen, good though, at the start of the season. No, no, we're, we're, this is this is our season. You think so? Yeah, this is the one. This is this is the one. For this what? Is the one. Sorry. For what? <laughs> Can we just move on? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay. Jim Crowley, the jockey, does have a real look of your chief executive, our old mate Paul Barber. Uh, we saw really? him interviewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does yeah, have yeah. a bit of a look about him. So we move on. And, anyway. Uh, when pop stars go horribly wrong, 9pm... Channel 5, that's another one of these two-hour clip shows. No, no, three. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Sold them short. Three hours? Three hours, wow. yeah. I mean, that's commitment, isn't it? And it's, it's it's brilliant because it's fantastic. You know, There are some great things because obviously one of the, one of the um, early sections of the programme is basically um, themed around people falling over. So there's Harry Styles um, on stage performing, somebody's captured it on their, on their phone, falling over. Then there's Lady Gaga falling over. Then there's a classic archive footage of Grace Jones at some fashion show falling over and you think <laughs> oh, yeah. this is actually all you need yeah. well, just cut it down to an hour when pop stars fall over because nothing is quite as good as just somebody falling over comedy no. wise no, well, that, you've been framed a whole that's what it is yeah fall, falling over there is a great one towards the end if you, you, you are rewarded if you stick to it up to midnight because that's when the Jedwood clip comes on and it's them doing a channel four live performance of their greatest hits which is an uncanny prospect in itself um and they um edward i don't know which one's which but i'm told it's edward um does a sort of backflip and tears all the ligaments uh in his knee i don't know how many ligaments you have in your knee but he he can barely walk uh and yeah he's carrying on and it's 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 both pathetic and poetic and 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 agonizing and and i'm afraid it's cruel though it sounds it is hilarious because he's determined not to let the fans down by leaving the stage early and of course, I don't suppose the fans really care. That the much. Madonna one was—it was—it was the, the Brits was of always course, quite spectacular, yeah. yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I think you know, it's a bit like when we're walking down the road and you stumble. You're never quite sure what yeah. to do. You Should do you do that laugh? little jog like you're always meant to do—a short <laughs> yeah. jog at yeah. that yeah. stage? If you yeah. laugh at yourself, you think you look a bit mad. Yeah. And if you don't, <laughs> you look like you're taking yourself too seriously. So yeah. you, 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 either way, you're onto a loser. The greatest right? only we could have filmed it. It may, mm. it may have made a when when Andy Jacobs goes bad, but uh, we were in Kaliningrad <laughs> and they had these kind of tram tracks in the road and we crossed the road and he got his foot stuck in one of these kind of metal grids and stacked it oh. spectacularly and just stumbled forward about there. five or six I was yards horizontal to the ground it was almost like he point. was bowling it was like a post bowling like oh, he kept, wow. kept me a run going any ankle injury as no well? no I managed yeah. to write myself yeah as it they was, say. We, oh, oh how we laughed <laughs> so uh, that's 9pm uh, channel 5 uh, this evening Jim, just to let you know Jim Crowley uh, didn't get that fifth winner it went with naval crown William Bure on board the favourite in that race but anyway also uh, tomorrow sorry this is Saturday night now yeah a uh, couple of repeats but that, that uh, was Friday summed up you that know, was Friday <laughs> really yeah, three <laughs> hours of uh, old clips uh, yeah. Sean Connery in his own words this is from 2015 yeah because I didn't realise he's 90 next week he's, he turns 90 on uh, Tuesday yeah 
So wow. they're not. They've obviously not bothered to make a 90th birthday tribute. So they're digging out the 1985. Uh, sorry, the 85th one from 2015. I should mm. say. Um, with people just paying tribute to him and uh, celebrating some of his great. Uh, movie achievements and obviously his Bond stuff. Is, yeah, uh, people always list. say he's the best Bond. I mean, Ana- another great. Yeah, it's Roger Moore though, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't mm. think, okay, I think old I'm, going, I'm going Connor. Brown or sauce or red sauce. I'm going Connor. One of those, really. um, Pole to Pole, the, the brilliant yeah. Michael Palin series from the 90s. They're repeating, BBC4 repeating all of these and uh, this yeah. was sensational. It was absolutely brilliant. Although you know what I'm like, uh, you do know what I'm like, as I've mentioned before, about programmes that would have cold stuff in them oh, from okay. my, ba- my B-Jam days and I don't like watching Dancing on Ice or the Winter Olympics. So. <laughs> anything with any ice hockey, anything like that, anything yes, where it's cold. It really genuinely has that effect on me. It's it's very odd. So a lot of the time with this, <laughs> you, know, he is, you know, he starts off and, and, and you know, he interviews Father Christmas in the... He must be getting on now because yeah. it's 1992. Yeah. Um, be, in this yeah. one. Uh, and takes a sauna with a Finnish MP, but then who hasn't? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's very true. Sort of thing you have to apologise for, isn't it? Outside the front yes. of your house with yeah, the film yeah. crew there on Sky t- News. Going to spend time with my family. It was a, it was an error of judgment. I now look back. <laughs> anyway, um, we spoke to uh, Bob Mortimer and Paul oh. Whitehouse yesterday, who had gone fishing as mm. mates, not doing any sort of pickups or a bit of filming. Yeah, we they just went the fishing. I thought it was lovely that the fact that even when they're not making the series, they go fishing together. Well, but that just sums up the authenticity of the whole thing. Absolutely. What is great about this series, I mean, obviously, when it started out, there were the comparisons with, with the trip, mm. um, is that it just, it's it's sort of evolved, hasn't it, from something, that, an idea that they weren't sure anyone would pick up on, and they took it, I think, to the factual department. I think that was a key f- element in how they sold it to the BBC. To something that you know is that surprise hit, yeah, and, and people love it, and it's just, um, I don't know what, what it, it's just, a, it's just, it feels like therapy when yeah. you're watching no, it. It's it really, really does. Yeah, it, it, it was my favourite program of last yeah. year. I yeah, absolutely I, I think so. This and it's program. so unassuming yeah. and and funny, and but also very touching. But none of it feels forced. None of it feels fake. No. It's totally genuine. And Beautifully shot. We we said mm. we patted their production team on the back yesterday. You do Quite a great right job, don't you? Did they all come in? With a two meter stick. Yeah. So also we again we spoke to Harry Hill a little bit earlier on, and I think as a team review what have you made of harry hill's world of tv that's great it's it's, i mean obviously the the, huge touches of tv burp and and there's no crime in that at all absolutely brilliant each each week on this is bbc two half past eight on sunday nights he's basically going to be tackling a different theme starts off with soaps which is the obvious one so you're getting things not just obvious things like eastenders and coronation street but clips of the newcomers do you remember the newcomers yeah, well, yes, I yes, I didn't I until I watched it back. I, yes. I'd completely forgotten about Newcomers, it. Newcomers yeah. and, of course, um, Crossroads, classic. A, yeah. a lot more Crossroads clips than uh, uh, I'd expected. Which yeah. is always well, good I watched, I we loved, watching. I watched quite a lot of Crossroads. Mm. I did a bit of work on the show, Mike, yeah, and I watched I know, quite yeah. a lot of Crossroads for this. Yes. And, uh, mm. and oh, it, it was terrible, oh, but brilliant. Terrible, <laughs> terrible but brilliant at the same yeah. time. Very shonky Amy sets. Turtle, I mean. Oh, yes. Amy Turtle. And as soon as these clips come up, I immediately, because there's Meg... Mortimer, as she became, standing in in the in the in the room, and and the door opens, and in walks Amy Turtle. And I immediately said, "It's Amy Turtle." I didn't have to think that. What was she called? Yeah, you know, it's like you know, she was crossroads. You do as Yumi's told was her catchphrase. Many iconic characters. Now, if I don't mention this show, my my wife will be very cross with me. Uh, She loves it. It's her favourite show at the moment. I have to admit, I love it too. It's only fifteen minutes long, but it's Mandy with Diane Morgan. Oh, okay. I really, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's. I've, I've only literally dipped in it very briefly, so I need to watch it and give it. It's a, funny. It's a kind of modern day version of Frank Spencer. I mean, it's sort okay. of. She's often going for a job, and she's pretty unemployable. But it's funny. It's, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I it's 
up on this. Fifteen minute format is becoming more common, yeah, isn't it? Squeamish little... was fifteen minutes. With, yeah, we've uh... seen some little dramas and stuff like that. And it? EastEnders, when it comes back, of course, is going to be twenty minutes. Is it really per episode? Yeah, oh. the new episodes when they start up again, they're going to go for four nights a week, mm. so it's going to go back as often as it was before. But it's okay. twenty minutes. I think this is the way forward with twenty all minutes television. too long. So when they're going to put on the other ten minutes a Captain Pugwash and a Hector's house, probably in the old days, a Potter's wheel. Yeah, yeah, bit of magic roundabout. Yeah, fantastic. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Excellent, Mike. Good to talk to you. We will catch up with you next week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are, then. That was uh, this afternoon's show. We return tomorrow. Uh, you're, Andy's just left. Uh, you're, we're, I'm gonna, we're back tomorrow. We're not back tomorrow. We're back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Go on, go to the loo. Quick. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 